You are listening to episode 41 of The Ken Show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Marcela, your host. Today's episode is going to be a book review or book summary, or perhaps a little of both, of a book by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey, and it's called What Happened to You? I read this book last month as my challenging book for the month of May, and it blew my mind, not only just because it helped me learn about the brain, which I will try to explain in very simple terms because I am a simpleton when it comes to science, but also it helped me, more importantly, understand the people around me, not just my children, but also my husband and other people, friends, family, and understand why they do the things they do, why they react the ways they react, how I play a part in that as well, and how we can kind of heal what has happened to us, the wounds that that has left behind to form a better future and better relationships. I hope you enjoyed this book review slash book summary. Let's get to it. You're listening to The Kin Show, where we explore the intricacies of the human heart, faith, relationships, spirituality, parenthood, and more. Celebrating our journeys as seekers. We believe in love, in giving more of it to every person we interact with and to ourselves. We believe in living with intention for our children, for our communities, and most importantly, for ourselves. We believe we are all one family, one kin. Kindred spirits loved unconditionally by God. And we believe it's more important to actually know God than to just know about God. Seeker, writer, photographer, your host Marcella Chamorro shares perhaps way too many personal stories and asks you the right questions to help you uncover what's best for your life. This is not our practice life, so let's make the most of it. Are you ready to hear inspiring interviews and coffee table chats with Marcella? Grab a cup of coffee and prepare to transform your definition of your dream life. Here's your host, boy band lover and master of deep conversations, Marcella Chamorro. When I chose this book, What Happened to You by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey for my book of the month for the month of May, I never thought that it would change the way I saw myself and the people around me and basically what's going on in our brains and how that impacts our reactions and our interactions as much as it did. I mean, this book really put into perspective what happened to us and how that explains what we do and how we can kind of use that knowledge to change what we do in the future for the better. The whole premise of the book is to change the question, what is wrong with you, which is shaming the person, to what happened to you, which leads to more understanding. You know, it shifts the blame away from the person who is suffering or is exhibiting some kind of different behavior. Instead of blaming them, it blames what happened to them. And the book goes back to very early 
childhood development to explain that what happens to us as newborns or sometimes even in the womb affects how we grow up and how our brains are structured as we grow and how that impacts our interactions. So the book says things like, you know, if you want to understand the oak back to the acorn, you must go, right? So you have to understand the root, the seed to understand why someone grows into the person that they are. There's a quote in the book that says, while a very young child may not understand the words used in language, they do sense the nonverbal parts of communication, like tone of voice. They can feel the tension and hostility in angry speech and the exhaustion and despair of depressed language. That makes total sense to me because I remember when my eldest child was just a little newborn I remember talking to my husband about how important it was to speak to him, even though he's a newborn and doesn't understand, quote unquote, and can't really interact. And I explained to him, I'm like, you know, it's like when someone speaks to you in a different language. If I put you in a different country and someone speaks to you and you don't understand their language, you don't understand what they're saying to you word for word, but you understand their emotion, their tone of voice. Are they angry? Are they exasperated? Are they happy to see you? Are they delighted? Are they curious? Even if we don't understand the language, we understand the emotion. And emotion is very contagious. And we understand, we have these cues that we pick up on even if we don't get their words. So as very young children, we understand a lot more than people give us credit for or give a newborn credit for. And the things that happen in that very early stage have lasting impacts on the brain. So there are things that, I mean, I won't get into the brain science here. I really recommend you read the book where they explain to somebody like me, who's not a scientist, what the brain science really means and where they explain what effects trauma like abuse and neglect and other experiences can have on the brain. But what's interesting is in the book, they go on to talk about regulation. And this made a ton of sense to me because whether you've had traumatic experiences in your life or not, we all go through this process of regulation where we as humans always want to regulate ourselves. When you're hungry, you look for food. When you're cold, you look for warmth. We're always kind of looking for this balance. When somebody says something upsetting to you, you try and regulate yourself either through rationalization, by punching a punching bag or a pillow, by letting out a scream, by saying something mean back, or you know, if you're a young child, maybe by hitting. <laughs> um, we're always trying to regulate our emotions and our internal states in different ways. So the book talks about how rhythm is a very regulating thing. Like so dancing, listening to music, uh, swinging side to side, walking. You know, so many people talking about how walking was so healing to them during the pandemic. That makes a ton of sense because walking and the rhythm of walking is so regulating. Now, if you go back to the womb, what did we have in there other than darkness and warmth? The rhythm of our mother's heartbeat. So it makes total sense that our brain is constantly looking for that familiarity. I don't know about you, but I have this horrible habit of picking at my cuticles and for a long time, I've been trying to get rid of that habit. But I know now 
that that's me trying to regulate myself because the truth is I only do it when I'm nervous. I do it in my worst moments of anxiety or stress. And if I go watch like a suspenseful movie, forget it. My fingers are going to be destroyed when I get home. And in the book, they go on to talk about caregiving adults provide external regulation. Over time, these responsive adults help the child's brain begin to build self-regulating capabilities. So why is that important? Adults, when we take care of our children, we help from the external point of view regulate them. When a newborn cries, we meet their needs. When a child is upset, we help solve the problem. And as we lovingly solve these problems for them, they learn to self-regulate or to find solutions on their own to help balance their internal world. But without an external caregiver at the beginning of their life to lovingly do that, the child's ability to learn how to do this for themselves later on in life is disrupted. And as we put together these patterns as young kids, it affects the rest of our lives. Because if we have a consistent nurturing caregiver in the beginning of our life, then we learn to trust humans and adults later on in life. But if we lack that caring, nurturing caregiver in the beginning, and we have something a lot more negative, then that is what we expect in the future as well. And the science shows that the best way to self-regulate is to have loving relationships. And I loved this part of the book where it basically says no matter what you have been through and no matter what trauma you have experienced, what can help you most is relationships. Loving, caring relationships, no matter what has happened in your life, can help you to self-regulate over time. So many part of this book made me think about my children and myself too, but mostly my children because I think it's easier to look at other people and I know my kids the best, you know, there's nobody in this entire world that knows my kids better than I do. And so I was reading, there's a part in the book about how it talks about when we are scared, we lose access to basically like the smartest part of our brain or where we learn. And that makes a ton of sense because one of my children suffers from a lot of anxiety and nerves. And so when they are nervous, they can't learn, right? But as you connect and as you use that, you know, relationship to connect to that child and calm those fears and those nerves, you gain access to that, you know, quote unquote, smart part of the brain to not use scientific terms, and then learning can take place. And it just made me understand how important it is to have an encouraging, nurturing teacher to talk to these kids in school and get them to be their, you know, quote unquote, smartest selves when they are feeling connected, happy, encouraged, instead of afraid of letting somebody down. You know, there's so much I could say about this book because I don't want to get into the science and I can't describe in 10-ish minutes in a mini episode like this an entire book. But I wanted to share with you why I found it so transformative for me. And there's a quote in the book that says, everything we do right now is going to echo into the future. And that makes a ton of sense to me because the more effort I put into 
connecting with my children, my family, and the people that surround me, the more we're going to break those cycles of trauma and suffering. The more we work on connecting as humans, the more we work on providing love and nurturing caregiving to kids, the more we try to be empathetic with adults that surround us, the more we're going to lead to a better future. You know, the book talks about how you can't give what you don't get. And if you, nobody speaks to you, then you can't learn to speak. And if nobody loves you, then you can't learn to love. And you're going to give what you get in life. So if we want to build a more loving life, a more loving community to build a better world for our children and future generations, then it's up to us, every single one of us, to break these cycles now and to work on ourselves. In the book, Oprah quotes an episode on Super Soul Sunday that she had with Ian Lavasant. And it says, until you heal the wounds of your past, you will continue to bleed. The wounds will bleed through and stain your life through alcohol, through drugs, through sex, through overworking. You have to have the courage to pull out the wound and begin to heal yourself. And that makes a lot of sense. If you don't want to bleed into your life and you don't want that to continue staining the future generations, then we got to do the work now. And what Oprah and Dr. Bruce Perry call it is post-traumatic wisdom. Forgive yourself. Forgive the people who caused your pain. Step out of your history and into the path of your future. And it made me, while it's a very sad book, because it talks about all this trauma and these negative experiences that people have had, it gave me a lot of hope because the number one solution is through human relationships, through love. I mean, the name of the show is The Kin Show, right? Kin means family. And it really gave me hope that it's in our power to turn our suffering and our trauma into wisdom and to give more love to the people around us. Now, I hope that you will find this book and read it for yourself because there's so much that I could not include in this episode that I really think can help you understand the people around you and create a better future, not just for yourself, but for them as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Kin Show, episode 41. For a link to the book, like I said, by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey, it's called What Happened to You. You can find it wherever books are sold, Amazon, uh, bookshop.org, your local Barnes & Noble, and more. But if you want the link to it, you can visit the show notes at kinpodcast.com slash 41. I hope that this book review slash book summary helped you to understand yourself, the people around you, and how you can heal your wounds and turn them into post-trauma wisdom. Sending you so much love and light from my desk to your ears. This is Marcela, your host, signing out.